This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user Sam Reed Writing from r slash erotica. The title of the story is Maria and the College Boy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Shit, Maria said, hissing air through her teeth. Really, again, she spun the steering wheel sharply to the left, took a glance in her side mirror, and finished parking before letting out an exasperated sigh. Her 1999 Ford F-150 had lasted a long while, but this was the third time in as many months that the check engine light had turned on, and Maria was starting to lose her patience. This time, the truck had barely made it two miles down the road before letting her know something was wrong and Maria knew she couldn't afford another trip to the shop this month. She slammed her fist into the dashboard, hoping maybe that some aggression might help whip the old beater into shape, but the yellow light shone on. Taking the keys from the ignition, Maria took a moment to collect herself before swinging down from the seat and heading towards the bar. In the short walk across the parking lot, Maria realized that she was underdressed for the bitter Midwestern evening, yet another annoyance in a day that seemed full of them. It's so hard to tell this time of year whether night would be as warm as the day, but she now regretted not grabbing a sweater to protect her against the crisp early autumn air. Her thin white v-neck was not cutting it, and she quickened her pace to the bar's entrance to avoid the biting wind. Luckies, the bar in question, couldn't have been more of a dive if it tried to be, but that didn't seem to affect its popularity much at all. In fact, it seemed only to work in the bar's favor, and for 30 years now the place had been a watering hole for all the locals in town. Whether you were a drunk, an employee, or a student from a nearby university, Lucky's had a spot for you. In fact, Maria had regularly drunk here during her own college days, nearly two decades ago now. The decor had hardly changed since then, but Maria didn't really mind. It certainly helped give the little dive bar its charm. The bartender, a younger woman named Beth, nodded at Maria as she walked in rubbing her arms for warmth. Hey there Han, good to see you again, she said. Sit anywhere you like. Maria nodded and scanned the room. For a Wednesday night, the place was actually pretty packed. Some businessmen, ties loosened around their necks, stood playing darts in the back, pushing and shouting at one another like drunk men tend to do. A group of college students sat huddled around two tables in the corner, deep in conversation with one another. Some younger girls that Maria was shocked were of drinking age sat at the bar with two margaritas each, and a dozen or so other patrons were scattered about the room. No sign of Katie though. Maria sighed yet again. On another night, this wouldn't have bothered her that much. Katie had never been on time to anything in the 15 years she'd known her. But today, after so many things had not gone her way, Maria was not in the mood to sit around and wait for her friend. Besides, it was Katie's idea to get a drink in the first place. Maria ordered a beer, tossed the bartender some crumpled bills from her purse, and made her way to a booth opposite the students. The smells of a dive bar filled her nose as she pushed further into the room, spilled beer, Sweat, peanuts, desperation. She took it all in and smiled, deep in a sensory memory of years gone by, before sliding her way into the seat. Hey, she typed out to Katie in a text. At Lucky's, you close. The three dots that indicated a reply was on their way appeared almost instantly. Oh shit Maria, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Maria cursed under her breath. Seriously Kate. She typed, I didn't even want to come out tonight. More typing on Katie's end. God, she could be so annoying. Maria took another glance around the bar as she waited for her friend's excuse, wondering if anyone else here was having as shitty of a day as her. I really am sorry, 
Things got crazy at work this week and I didn't even know what day it was. I'm actually still at the office. Maria felt a little less angry at her friend after reading that. It was nearly 7pm now, and she knew that Katie got into work before 6 every morning. She'd probably forget things too if she was working 13-hour days. Damn, Maria typed. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. We'll catch up next week. Katie's reply came immediately. Thanks so much, babe. And again, I'm really sorry. It's okay. Maria typed and put down her phone. And it was okay. She meant that. Still, though, Maria felt defeated. After working all day, getting dressed to go out, driving her broken down truck, and freezing her ass off. The last thing she needed tonight was to get stood up by her best friend. Katie had a job and a husband and two kids to worry about. Maria would never blame her for putting them first, but it didn't stop her from being pissed. She grabbed her beer, drank the remaining half in a single gulp, and moved to slide out of the booth. Hopefully, her truck could at least get her home. However, at that very moment, the bartender came over to Maria's table with another beer in hand. Oh no dear. Sorry, Maria said. Don't think I can scrounge up the change for another tonight. Beth grinned. Well, good thing you won't have to. Someone bought you this one. Maria didn't quite know what to say. Not only had she not been bought a drink in almost a decade, but Lucky's was not the kind of place where you bought a stranger's beer. Well, the bartender said, you want it. Leaning in closer she added, and do you want to know who paid for it? Maria grabbed the bottle by the neck, put it to her lips, and nodded. She was intrigued. One of the college boys over there. Beth said with a smirk, nodding her head to the table on the other side of the room. Now, normally I'd tell them to fuck off and leave you well enough alone but, well, I don't know, he felt like you needed it. She paused for a moment, and I agreed. Well, you're right, Maria said, swallowing half the bottle's contents in one go. Both of you. Thanks. She paused for a moment before asking, so which one was it? The bartender's grin grew wider still. Brown hair. Glasses, Krunik sweatshirt. He's cute if I do say so myself. Bit, softer spoken than most of the college crowd. Comes in here a couple times a week with his friends. Maria risked taking a glance at the table, and she was met with direct eye contact from the boy in question. He was indeed cute, even from afar and even in this dingy old bar. He wore a simple gray sweater with the logo of the local college on the front, and had thick, Long brown hair that seemed to just touch his shoulders. He was clean-shaven or at least appeared to be from this distance, and his eyes were framed by a cute pair of glasses. The corners of his mouth turned upward when Maria met his gaze and, seemingly unnoticed by his peers, the boy raised his own glass in a toast towards Maria. She quickly averted her eyes. Enjoy, honey, the bartender said as she walked away. You deserve it. Maria didn't know what to feel, but deserving wasn't necessarily at the top of the list. She was embarrassed. Firstly, that she looked like the kind of woman who needed a drink. Years ago, with her own college friends, she remembered cutting her eyes at the folks who drank alone at Lucky's on a weekday. And here she was, 15 years later, doing the very same thing. And wearing what? A five-year-old shirt and a pair of unwashed jeans. 22-year-old Maria would have felt sorry for the old maid across the room too. That aside though, Maria was flattered. Her mood, along with her heart rate, immediately turned upward and she felt her cheeks turning red. The stressors of her day were not gone from her mind, but they have certainly been pushed a little further back by this college kid in his $4 gesture. And he really was cute. And if he was, no, forget it. In the back of Maria's mind, a devilish and carnal plot began to form, but she pushed it aside as quickly as it came. Then, taking another sip of her new drink, she risked another glance at the table, and he was still staring right at her. She guessed he hadn't taken her eyes off her at all 
and the boy's friends still seemed oblivious. Maria saw something in his eyes now though, something she recognized. Want, need, she liked it, and the lecherous thoughts returned. Maria smiled, raised her own bottle, and mirrored the younger man's toast. He grinned but broke eye contact immediately, rejoining his friend's conversation without missing a beat. For a moment, Maria's mind raced in a million different directions. What if you're wrong? What if he's making fun of you? What if he thinks you're someone else? What if he's a serial killer who preys on single 30-somethings? Quickly though, these thoughts were replaced by ones of a different nature. What if he likes you? What if he wants to keep drinking? What if he... Lust, a fire that Maria had not felt burn in years, suddenly roared within her. The stress and frustration of her day, her life, all coalesced into a new, fiery, singular emotion, desire. She wanted that boy and she wanted him now. She knew the look. The look of a boy who needed to be controlled. He was flirting. There was no doubt about that. And the glances, the drinks, the toasts. That was all very fun and cute. But Maria, two drinks in now, was ready to skip to something much, much more physical. She was horny. She was angry. And she was so, so ready to take it all out on this poor boy. Maria finished her drink and looked back over towards the table. She caught his gaze in a matter of seconds and he seemed to immediately recognize the change in Maria's demeanor. She cut her eyes, from him to the door and back again, and assumed he'd get the message. Immediately, the young man turned to his friends and began hurriedly talking. Maria could not hear the specifics, but she could tell that he was saying his goodbyes. The other students looked confused, raised questions, but the boy was already pulling a denim jacket over his sweater before they could protest much more. Maria moved out of her seat to beat him out the door. The bartender, shining a glass with a rag, gave a nod and a wink as Maria walked towards the entrance. No one else in the bar seemed to pay much mind. As the door swung behind her though, Maria glanced back and saw him, his own cheeks now red, not but ten feet behind her. She moved across the parking lot, the heat of her lust shielding her from the cold, and walked straight towards her white pickup. She made a point as she walked to sway her hips just a bit more than usual, and, as she did, the thrills of her youth came flooding back into her mind yet again. All throughout college she flirted and teased men like this, driving boys absolutely crazy. The motions were natural in coming back to her, inherent. She always knew she had that walk tucked away somewhere. Maria heard the door open behind her but kept on walking towards her truck. Hey, an attractive younger voice called from behind her. Maria kept moving without looking back, swaying her hips all the while. Footsteps picked up on the pavement behind her, but Maria refused to give the boy the satisfaction. She figured she had just enough time to make it to her car before he caught up. Hey, the voice repeated, closer this time. I just want to make sure I didn't misinterpret. His voice cut off as Maria spun, grabbed the boy by the collar of his jacket, turned him around, and threw him against her truck. He started, but before another word could come out, Maria's mouth was on his. With no hesitation, the boy kissed her back. Maria closed her eyes and pressed herself into the young man, pinning him in between her and her vehicle. She reached one hand behind his head and grabbed a fistful of brown hair, pushing her tongue deeper into his mouth as she did. She could taste the beer on his breath, as he surely could taste it on hers. The boy moaned into her mouth and gently bit her lip before attempting to push himself off the truck. With a snap of her arm, Maria pulled him by his hair and forced him back beneath her. This elicited an even louder moan from the boy, something that Maria was incredibly happy to hear. See, from the moment that first lustful thought entered her mind, Maria wanted to own this boy. She had always been dominant in bed, and she'd always had a knack for spotting a submissive little brat like this from across the room. And true, it had been a long time 
but she was certain she had seen that familiar glimmer in this young man's eyes. The gasping, wordless moans now coming from his mouth confirmed this. He wanted Maria to throw him around, whether he knew it or not. Maria nibbled on his lower lip before pulling away. She kept the boy leaning against the truck and, for the first time, looked deep into his dark brown eyes. Now tell me, Maria said breathlessly, still holding the boy by his hair. Why'd you buy me that drink? The young man answered quietly. You've finished your first one so fast. I just thought you needed another. Mm, is that all? Well, that and the fact that I couldn't take my eyes off of you from the minute you walked in. But mainly I wanted to cheer you up. Yeah, well, you're off to a damn good start sweetie. Maria kissed the boy again, and this time she felt his hand wander up her torso. She felt him grab her breast in one hand, roughly, animistically but still with care and experience. It had been so long since she felt someone grab her like that, and she wanted more. But, if she was right about this boy, there'd be plenty of time for that later. She pulled away again. Tell me, baby, do you want to keep cheering me up? Oh, I'd do anything to help cheer you up. That was exactly what she wanted to hear. As lustful as she was and as long as it had been, she wanted to make sure she had found a boy she could play with. A boy she could control. A boy she could use. And as she pinned this young man between her car and her body, as he quietly confirmed his submission to her, she knew she'd found one. Do you have a name, sweetheart? Jake. My name is Jake. Get in the fucking car, Jake. Maria turned the key. The engine roared to life. And though she saw its yellow shine the engine light was long forgotten. Jake hopped in the passenger seat. And in the final light of the day, Maria took her first long look at her new toy. He was probably just over six feet with a slim build that seemed toned but not too terribly athletic. His hair was indeed just above his shoulder, and based on the stubble on his chin he looked like he'd shaved the day before. His glasses, large lenses set in clear frames, sat nicely on his nose, and he smelled a bit like lavender. He was cuter up close than he was across the bar, and Maria grew even hungrier for his touch. Still, though, she had to have her fun. As she pulled out of the parking lot, Jake reached across the seat, looking to grab her breast again. Maria quickly knocked his hand away. MMMM, Maria tisked, not yet. He obeyed and pulled his hand away. A good sign. Here's what you need to know Jake. I've had a very, very long day. And while you have gotten me very, very excited about its ending, I'm in charge while we're in this car. Do you have a problem with that? Jake shook his head no. Good boy. While we're in here then, what I say goes. Understood. Yes, ma'am. MM, good. Now tell me, Jake, how many girls have you slept with? The boy. Taken aback by her direct question, took a moment to formulate his answer. As he did, Maria began to turn off the main road. She could tell that he was dying to lay his hands on her. That he was desperate to feel her body in his hands again. That was good. It made him easy. Six or seven I think. Very good. And they were all around your age. Yes, all but one in college. I see. So why flirt with me then? If you're getting plenty of pussy at school that is. Well, I you. I suppose I. She knew the answer but wanted to hear him say it. Spit it out, baby. I wanted the experience of an older woman. MMHM, that's what they all say, honey. The experience of an older woman. That's what submissive little boys like you say when they're too nervous to say that they want a woman to step all over him. Maria felt her heart rate increase even more with every sentence. It had been years since she'd had any sort of enjoyable sex, even longer since she'd flexed these dominant muscles. But just like with her walk in the parking lot, it came back to her like riding a bike. She was living for it. Am I wrong Jake? Did those college girls dominate you, honey? Did they give you what you so clearly need? No ma'am, they didn't. And do you think I'll give you what you need? Is that why you bought my drink? Yes ma'am, I do. 
And what is it you need, Jake? He paused for a moment and considered his answer. I need to be used. Damn right you do. Maria pushed the gas pedal down and pushed the old truck to its limit. This was going to be fun. 